Hi, Luba. I am so excited to have you here today. Hi, Kate. It's a pleasure. Thanks very much for inviting me. It's really, really so inspiring for me to have you here today. First of all, because you are my first female guest and you are also a very successful lady. You are an entrepreneur, you are a parent, you are very patient and dedicated in your job, which I know firsthand. And I'm really just excited to have you here. Today, we will talk about your entrepreneurship and also parenthood journey and how you went through all of this and still going on because I know you have many other things in your plan uh, just coming towards you and you are walking towards it so smoothly. Okay, um, well, let's see how that goes, right? It's always smoother um, from the outside than the inside, I guess. Yes, yes, definitely. This is why, this is also one of the reasons why I like doing this series, because I feel usually we like learning from other people, right? But we also want to relate to them. And if we just look at certain figures everybody already knows, sometimes we might feel, oh, I would never be able to reach this kind of high level of uh, entrepreneurship or anything else, because we just see the perfect side. But when we have the chance to talk to um, somebody who is more closer to us and we can relate to their story. I think it's very valuable. So Luba, would you start with maybe sharing how was it for you to become an entrepreneur, especially in the foreign country and later becoming a parent again in the foreign right. country? <laughs> okay. Well, well, I first became a parent in a foreign country and I stepped into entrepreneurship. Um, and I guess this was a very interesting journey because, um, you know, it, it just happened. I did a lot of overthinking it in earlier stages or our first years in China when you still don't know the country so much and you don't know your plans for the country and you know, what are you going to do? Are you going to stay here a long time? Are you going to leave soon or what's going to be happening? So we just went with the flow pretty much. And then I guess when you go with the flow and just start living your life and you don't put off your life until tomorrow or five years later or when you retire or when you move back home or somewhere else, this is when things start to happen. You just allow yourself to invite change in your life no matter where you are and uh, what is happening right so when you're open to change and you invite change then change comes so i um had my kids um and when the kids were little i knew i would still you know stay at home most of my time before they go to kindergarten somewhere else because as an expat family we don't have um, any other extended family support here in China um, we didn't have an IE or a caregiver for my daughter when she was little so I spent I had a lot of free time this is when I quit my full-time job in educational management and I thought I'm gonna learn keep learning this is what I love to do so I did lots of learning I did my 
a Cambridge diploma in uh, teacher training and teaching English as a foreign language, I stepped into teacher training. This is when I started to work remotely, even part-time, and I opened that door. So it, um, you know, showed me a new opportunity, though actually remote work is very valid and available thing and me being here in china i could have a, a couple of contracts one with a company in canada that was fully remote and part-time and another was with a company in barcelona that had headquarters in the us again fully remote and part-time and also related to my professional background so i felt that was pretty exciting to be able to balance it all with the benefits of remote work but of course, uh, you know, everyone is different. And for me, once I, when something becomes possible or I make something possible, then I look for the next thing that can be possible. So when my um, son was, I don't remember, maybe a year and a half. So I thought that I'd probably go back to full-time. I'd probably go back to a managerial role when he's three. So I have roughly a year and a half or maybe a couple of years to prep for my comeback. And then I thought, so what should I do in this couple of years? So maybe I could do my favorite activity, learning. <laughs> and I could learn something else to, you know, be, to make myself a stronger candidate after a three-year break from full-time work so I, I was thinking what was i going to do um, i had three options it's basically doing another master's um, and i was looking at things like coaching or human resources or people management or talent management uh, organizational psychology something people are related because i really always loved that aspect of management that is focusing on people and then my second choice was doing an mba and uh, then my third choice was doing a coaching certification. And I thought that if I move forward with a coaching certification, that will enable me to um, use these skills across different industries. So it's not so industry specific. It's really has a wide application. So I went for um, coaching certification and I never planned to become a full-time coach, uh, as I told you. Mm -hmm. But what happened um, was that once I was a few months into my coach training, I got so passionate about coaching, then I completely decided to develop my coaching practice. And because I started to actively develop my coaching practice, I got very active in social media. I got active with my outreach to my closest circle and friends and their friends. Um, starting to get some clients, um, a coach training organization, a coach training provider noticed me on social media and they, you know, reached out and said, Hey, you know, what you're saying is truly inspirational. Your energy is so catchy and uh, you're clearly passionate about this. And how about we have a call and see if we, you know, have some opportunities to explore together. And then they um, offered me 
a chance to bring a coaching program to China and be a trainer for the program by the time I finish my coaching certification program and get my credential. And I took on that challenge. It just felt so natural at that moment. And although I always said that I don't have an entrepreneurial spirit and I'm an expert in a different country and I'm in China, I don't speak Chinese fluently and everything's so complicated and I don't know how to get started. And then there are so many, you know, things to do, so many challenges to overcome. I guess when I got really excited about the idea of doing something that big and creating a bigger impact for other people, not only for myself, um, I got answers to my questions very quickly. And then I guess in a month, I had my company, I had my business license, I had a plan, um, we had a project, we started to plan, and then COVID happened. And, you know, I literally a few months after I started my company and I got some participants for our first round of co-training, COVID started and we all got under massive lockdown. And these are the conditions that I was starting my business in China, which is still running and expanding and growing. Uh, so, yeah, I guess that was quite a journey. Um, I've been talking a bit too much already. No, no, no. That's perfectly great. And when I listen to you, I can relate to this, 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 and this. So many things you mentioned. First of all, I'm also a parent. And I also started my company just under the first wave, not even the first wave of COVID, but like summer 2020, when it was already kind of here. But, you know, we went through different phases. And uh, what is really inspiring for me is when I look at you while you're, you're speaking, you are speaking, 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 and then you mention, and then I discovered the coaching, and your face just changes, <laughs> and your everything becomes different. The passion you mentioned that you got so passionate, and then you went on social media, and then they spotted you there. I'm not surprised, you know, because you totally change when you uh, talk about coaching, and probably this is what they saw, and this is why they reached out, and then you were able to kind of get into this uh, working relationship but really your everything changes the whole energy will change once you mentioned coaching and also when you mentioned how uh, the answers lined up for you when during this journey the answers they lined up and uh, certain doors opened your whole energy just changes it's really noticeable how passionate you are about what you do and I think this is a very um, valuable ingredient that is important for a person in your position to have because then you bring more value to your clients definitely because i can already feel you are not in this in this uh, on this journey and in this position because you want to become a millionaire and you only care about money no not at all this gives you what i can read from you is like it gives you a sense of purpose and you are very happy to feel that and to share that with, with others. So this is the vibe I'm getting when I'm listening to you and uh, looking at your space while you're sharing your story. It's really well, 
inspirational thanks Kate it can really be anything anything right so for me that was coaching that got me so excited and showed me um different level where my thinking can evolve but it can be anything that makes other people exciting right it's not about the subject area itself it's about this spark and connection and I guess the second point is knowing how you operate as a person right because some people have their strategic vision and you know where they want to take their life and they use that blueprint um, as their north star and this gives them ground and a motivation and purpose I do not operate this way so I operate on a spark by spark basis I just create this spark and uh, when the spark appears that drives me for you know for a few years and then there's something else related that starts to spark and that's how I continue and and grow but because I respect my way of operating and I'm aware of it that's why it works but it's again not the only way you can get things done right different people can make best use of their own operational systems yeah definitely recently i saw a video um and it said like this person is also an entrepreneur and they have a five years plan and the five years plan divided by year after year after year and each year month by by month by month and each week week by week and i'm like wow i'm so impressed to hear that but I'm aware I could never do this. It's impossible for me. So when you say mm, you create another spark and then this is what attracts you and you go towards that. And you also mentioned when you reach something, there is another something afterwards, like another uh, another goal to reach. This is also very relating for me because I think sometimes we don't even have the whole idea where the journey is taking us, but we reach a step and then there is something else. Okay, let's go towards that too. And I'm also aware some people reach somewhere and they don't want to go further anymore. Even if they see another maybe opportunity or another close by door they can go through, some people would just say, okay, I just stay here for a while. That's also fine. Uh, like you said, everybody can. Right? Yeah, everybody can choose their own their own way and their own style, their own path. And this is actually the beauty of uh, living in today's time, I think. Because we have more choices than, for example, our parents had. Yes, because I remember when my mom used to tell me some stories. Their idea was find a job and stay in that job until retirement. If you can have some, you know, like in the same company, some job advancement, that's fine. If not, it's also fine. So it was like that generation worked like that. But then already our generation is in the position I can reinvent myself every couple of years, <laughs> right? Or just keep right. on adding. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so this is really, so, really amazing. Speaking of planning, you should see my Excels and my planners. I'm I'm a great planner. I have so much experience with this. And I guess that helped me so much when kids were still little and I was working remotely and I was learning and I was kind of starting a company and balancing all those things. Uh, I do plan usually... Um, 12 18 months ahead so strategically development of my company but i i don't only want to talk about this i wanted to say something else that's related when my daughter was born and she's nine now nine 
I made a list of a hundred goals, a kind of a bucket list, right? In a way, like what 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 I wanted to to have or be or change or do, right? So, and because it's a hundred, um, so it's easy to um put really big and obvious things on it, something that you clearly want, right? But because it's a hundred, you start thinking more about that and start putting little things, not only about what you want to do or what you want to have, but also what you want to be. And I guess uh, when I say this spark emerges, well, it doesn't emerge out of nowhere, right? It emerges because it um, already exists somewhere inside you. It's just dormant. It's sleeping. And then a trigger event uh, or a trigger insight happens that wakes it up. So, for example, um, one of the things that I had on my 100 goal list was to become a great listener. This is something I always wanted to become because I thought that back then I was a much better speaker than listener, right? But I never worked purposefully on developing my listening skills and then guess what I changed my career to become a full-time coach and I do improve a lot uh, in my listening my quality listening right in my listening skills and then I go back to my 100 uh, goal list which I revisit once or twice a year and I go hey I hit that goal or I you know something that's happening now is just hitting this exact goal of becoming a good listening and this is how it's come into reality through my coach training through my coach work so i guess it's it's really nice to understand yourself first and then when um those trigger events happen or you have an idea to change your career or make a transition whatever it may be right and then you understand where it's coming from and actually that there's an underlying motivation for it somewhere right that maybe not your top priority it's not kind of the top of your mind every day but it still exists and then when you have a sudden desire to change something or do something or go somewhere that desire may not be that sudden yes yes definitely i really think what you shared now is really an amazing idea, first of all, because when we think about, oh, what do you want to be or achieve? You can name five things, three things, you know, just a few. Usually we just uh, remember the big ones and uh, we don't go that much into developing or thinking about something smaller. But if you want to make a list out of a hundred, that's a lot. It takes time to identify those hundred. And then probably you go listing the big ones and then you keep thinking, what can I add? And then this becomes like a part of who knows how much time would I take? I'm thinking now if I want to do that, maybe it would take me a couple of days or even weeks to figure out all the hundred things. It's a lot. Yeah, I think it's a lot. And uh, probably depends which way you want to guide it. If you want to include everything, whatever. So maybe I want to, you know, dance salsa or something, become a salsa dancer, but that doesn't go very necessarily together with my career. So if I only want to focus a hundred things, that are good for my personal life and career, uh, I might uh, need some time to think about it. But I think it's a really interesting way for 
getting to know yourself much better. And of course, uh, gives you more opportunities to definitely find the spark you're mentioning, because it might be there dormant since high school, even maybe since primary school, even maybe since when you first remember yourself. It was something that never came to realization during the life so far, but now it, it's there on paper. So when you go back to this uh, to this list, you can realize, oh, look, this is already happening. I can identify it now while I'm going through my journey, my learning. I'm uh, getting trained for this, for that. I want to go forward with this, with that. You actually realize you're doing it. It's great, right? It brings you joy too, I think, yeah? 